Hey, hey, Monkeys fans. Welcome to another Podcast Valley Sunday. I am one of your hosts, Chris Paco. And I'm the other host, Jeff Cameron. How's it going, Jeff? It's going A-OK. How about you? Going going good. Going good. Finally, season two. We're finally into season two. Finally into season two. We are back. And uh, oddly enough, just a quick aside, it's February 28th when we're doing this, which is almost exactly a year after our last in-person sesh. Yeah. Like on a leap day weekend, we managed to crank out episodes what, 17 to 24. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe we used to do that. I was thinking about that this morning when I was getting up. I was like, we used to do four episodes a day for two days in a row and mm-hmm. be set. Like now we'd be set for four months. <laughs> for, <laughs> we did that. for real. It's crazy that it's been a whole year since we've actually done one of these in person. Mm, yeah and it's also crazy that we used to make sure we did them in person <laughs> <laughs> well we didn't really think of doing them any other way until we had to yeah no it's true yeah it's uh very weird very weird but For it's real. also very good to be back to doing the seasons definitely we, we had a bunch of specials, loved the specials, loved doing them the, that was a lot of fun for sure the jellies, the jams, the mm. nez talk, everything but uh here we are, season two, this is the one we've been like really excited for too we hit the ground running i gotta say so here we are episode 33 season two debut Mm. uh a nice place to visit aka monkeys in mexico Mm. directed by our buddy james frawley written by treva silverman and originally aired september 11th 1967 i think this was the the ninth episode they made but the first that they premiered for the season yeah i was actually looking in like looking ahead to the rest of the season and even like the second or third last episode was filmed in like april 67 Ah, really yeah it's really weird how they because they they all look different but they it's from like last season (laughs) (laughs) all right so um we open up on a sign that says welcome to el monotono mex it just says mex doesn't say mexico it says mex the boys are standing around the monkey mobile and some dude is fixing it. That dude is Pedro Gonzalez, if you want to ch- you know, check out his IMDb. Uh, Mickey tells Mike that soon the car will be fixed and they'll be out of here. And Davey's complaining that there's nothing to do in this town. And Peter says that he saw a sign to give tour something to do. Oh, really? What did it say? Yankee, go home. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike says, why don't we Yankee go in? And they go into this place that has another sign that says we speak English. Very good to, to lay that out. So boys walk into the saloon, get dirty looks from all the locals and take a bunch of chairs off a table and sit down. But like Mike's chair falls over as he's trying to sit down. He just kind of slowly moves to the ground. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I don't think that that was a planned thing. I don't think that was in it because Mickey and Peter are killing themselves laughing. (laughs) Mike's doing this and then Peter misses his chair when he tries to sit down on it. Yeah. they, They were not prepared to shoot that because you can tell they're just doing it yeah yeah it's it's pretty awesome once all's back in order this pretty young waitress comes up to the table and asks if she can help them and davy's in love <laughs> instantly davy's in love with this again, girl again again may i help you you already have oh true love strikes the game so the the guys try to talk him out of it, but it's too late. He asks her her name. It's Angelita. Her real name is Cynthia Hull. I think sister of uh, Bobby Hull, the father of Brett Hull. And Davy says that it means little angel. 
and she asks what Davy means, and Mike says, David means business, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, slight little thing here. Have you found since, like, we've chatted with Nez, when you're watching Nez, you're kind of like, that's so Nez. Yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. Some some of his reactions and the way he acts is definitely our buddy Nez. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Davy asked her if she'd like to walk around the village with him and show him around, but she says she can't. And then the guy behind the bar, who I assumed was her dad, he pipes up and calls her over to him. Then dad tells Davy she's not going anywhere with him because they're leaving town tonight. And the boy says, who, we ha- who says we have to leave town tonight? And then an extra from Three Amigos pops up and he says, <laughs> El Diablo says so. El Diablo, he says so. And the boys act tough and tell him they aren't going anywhere. And then he pulls out a knife and throws it at them and it lands on the table. And the boys freak out and they leave. <laughs> on their way out, they knock over more chairs on top of the tables. And I honestly, I don't even know if that was on purpose either. Like, I think that was another <laughs> mix up on their way out the door. For real. Then that gets us to the intro. The new intro. And new intro. And this is the intro that, for whatever reason, I, I connect with the monkeys when, mm-hmm. from when we were watching it when we were younger. Yeah, I think the syndication package that Much Music had just had this intro on every episode. Because I agree. Because I think my, maybe like on just like the pilot, like the pilot pilot, Here Come the Monkeys, maybe they had. Could, I remember seeing the original intro, but not often. It was always this one where everybody's Davy for a second. It's, it's, it's always been this episode. Everybody's Peter. This, this intro. Peter, yeah, everyone's Peter. I'm yeah. just picturing Davy being Peter in my head. Exactly, yeah. And with Davy, oh, we'll bring it up later, but yeah. So this, is, this really felt like the monkeys to me, watching this <laughs> intro. Yes. So we come into the show. The seam is very westernified. And it's pretty cool to hear it like that, I gotta say. And uh, the boys say they've got to get out of here, but Davy says, what about Angelita? Angelita, are you kidding, man? You heard what the guy said. That's El Diablo's girl. And if he catches you with it, he'll kill you. Well, every couple has his problems. Every couple. But really, all she did was ask for his order. And now he thinks he (laughs) needs to save her life. It's like, Davy, Davy means business, baby. (laughs) Let's get out of town. El Diablo's coming. He's so love drunk. He reminds me of me in high school. Like, too fast, too soon. Calm, Davy. Calm down, Davy. <laughs> like, oh man, this is gonna get you killed. And uh, a few times we should have been keeping track all along. But how many times does Davy say you must be joking? That's a good one. We should. Uh, <laughs> that should be added to the to the list of things we look at. <laughs> he says it a, a few times in this first scene. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> She's got my jacket. So the other dude's trying to talk some sense into him, but he says he needs to go back in there. And as soon as he turns to the door, there's that guy there with the knife. And uh, finally, Davy isn't thinking with his big old dick anymore, and they just <laughs> run to the car. A welcome change for Davy. So, uh, boys get back to the car. Mike asks mechanics, he found out what's wrong with it. The guy says he examined it from top to bottom, and he found the problem. Oh, good. What is it? He's broken. <laughs> and Mike asks if it's a fan belt or something like that. And the guy says, no, it's not. They need a new motor. And he gestures to the ground, and the motor's completely taken apart and laying on really? a blanket. <laughs> At least he put it on a blanket for him. That's thoughtful. Yeah, so Mike ha- asks how much a motor will cost, and the guy goes off. 50,000 centavos for the labor, 60,000 centavos for the parts, and 40,000 uh, centavos wh- wh- for Wait the- a minute. Uh, <clears throat> how much is that in American money? 
1495. And I thought they were going to be stoked that it wasn't that much, but they're perplexed that it's so expensive and they have no money to pay for it in Mexico, which is a good point. If you have yep, no money, you have no money back yep. in those days, definitely. Mm-hmm. So then Davey asks if they could work it off. And so we cut to inside the saloon talking to Angelita's father, and he tells them that the people around here don't know their American music, but the old must make way for the new, and he tells them that they can play tonight. Now, like, okay, this is weird. Because he just said, you guys have got to get out of here tonight. You're getting out of here. And they come back and he's like, no, no one likes your music. Come back tonight and play your music. (laughs) He's all over the place. (laughs) So we cut to the monkeys. They're playing. What am I doing? Hanging around. They're wearing the the blue eight button shirts. They're on a little stage of the saloon. Mickey's vamping a lot. Mike is really giving her, though. They got their uh, late 1967 hairstyles, even though they got their early 1967 hairstyles the rest of the episode. I thought that as well. Mickey's got his big puffy hair and everything. And it is really fun to see him like that. But uh, Dad's super happy with him, tells him they can play until they can't play anymore. They can do the second verse over again, I suppose. Mickey says they're going to play the show and stay out of trouble. And then Davey and Angelita make eyes at each other. Yeah. I found chickens before they've hatched. <laughs> uh, Davey says he just wants to say goodbye. And the boys reluctantly agree. But then Davey goes and get, gives her a kiss. He gives her a kiss. What, what do you think? Straight up. What are you thinking? She tells him that she doesn't want to be El Diablo's girl. But in this town, she doesn't have a choice. Davey says he understands. I don't know how he understands that. But maybe he thought about when his grandfather was going to take him home and he had no choice. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, subtle callback for sure. <laughs> yeah. But he feels it's best if they don't see each other again. Mm. He only saw her once this afternoon. So <laughs> yep. he's, he's really jumping to it. He kisses her again. And Mike says that he was only supposed to say goodbye. And Davey says he wants to say goodbye again and kisses her again. Except this time they just keep kissing. <laughs> and then... Some dude comes running into the saloon screaming about El Diablo is coming. Diablo! El Diablo's coming! Everybody starts running all over the place. They're bumping into Davy and Angelita, but they just keep on kissing. And Mike tells everybody to wait a minute. And everything hushes. And he says, Who is this El Diablo person? <laughs> and I don't know what it is. The way he says it kills me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's falling asleep while he's saying it. And uh, some huge dudes with guns come in. He's surrounded by other large dudes with guns. And he guns, sees that guns, Davey's guns, 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 guns everywhere. Again. Almost to make up for their off season. Everyone's covered in guns and bullets. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gun time on the monkeys once again. Yeah, they hit the hit the ground gunning. <laughs> El Diablo sees that Davey's kissing his girl. Who is this I see with the woman of El Diablo? And Davey says that they were just dancing. And El Diablo, whose real name is Peter Whitney, <laughs> doesn't sound Mexican to me. Not much Mexican. No. Says that if he likes dancing, then dance. And he starts shooting at his feet, making him dance. Like, see every other Western movie, for (laughs) examples. Mm -hmm. El Diablo asks Angelita if this is the guy she's going to leave him for. And she says that he loves him. Loves him? Oh, that's quick. Man, Davey got the moves. And then Davey (laughs) now tries to weasel out of the whole love thing. (laughs) Whoa, 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 baby. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm I'm, I'm leaving in 10 minutes. (laughs) Like, you didn't even give her the star eyes, I don't think. No, he didn't. He didn't even need so, to. Yeah, she was it's... all in <laughs> right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then El Diablo shows Davey what he does to gringos like him. First I cock the pistol, then I close my eyes, then I aim and I fire. You might miss. <laughs> I take my chances. <laughs> and just as he's about to shoot Davey, the boys run in and kneel at El Guapo's feet. He reminded me of El Guapo from uh, <laughs> Three Amigos. 
Yes. I think we, we privately refer to this episode as the Four Amigos. Yes, it is the Four Amigos. So from now on, El Diablo, I'm calling, calling El Guapo. <laughs> well, as a side note, El Diablo translates to the devil. Yes, that is we true. Ha- we have Angelita here, the little angel. So it's a little little thematic, hit you over the head with it type stuff. Look out, yeah. And uh, El Guapo uh, translates <laughs> to the Guapo. <laughs> the Guapo. Just in case you're wondering. So they, they, they kneel at El Guapo's feet and beg for Davy's life. And this only makes El Guapo lad, only makes El Guapo mad. And uh, he shoots into the ceiling of his girlfriend's dad's bar. Like, show some respect, Guapo. And she says that she still loves Davy and runs into his arms. And she talks about how cute Davy is. And so El Guapo tells his goons to grab Davy, and he says that he's taking him to the bandito camp. If you try to resist, you will suffer indescribable torture. And if I don't resist? Describable torture. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on his way out, El Guapo gives the boys the stink eye and then leaves. And they're just like, well, he's big. <laughs> but really, let's get let's be serious. Davy brought this on himself. He was told not to fool around with this girl, but could he keep his snake in the cage? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a recurring theme. Now he's kidnapped by Mexican outlaws. If there is a recurring theme in the monkeys, it's that's that's got to be one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and as a side note, I've just been handed a transmission from Podcast Valley Labs. Uh, El Guapo translates to the handsome. Oh, there you go. Which so, I think was part of the joke in Three Amigos. Definitely. <laughs> it sounds badass. It does. The handsome. So now Mickey gets up on stage and he's he's riling up the locals, trying to get them to, to charge into the bandito camp, but they all bail on him. They want nothing to do with it. So the boys are outside by a fountain, which behind the scenes, that's always a nightmare to shoot around is a fountain. It's mm. so loud and it ruins everything. Mm. So Mike says that uh, they're going to have to go there themselves. Then they appear one after the other in full bandito gear with big mustaches and strapped with bullets and guns. And we get a, we don't need no stinking badges joke. Of course. See every other movie featuring a Mexican person, for example, including UHF. You know where that originated? <laughs> I, d- I don't. It's a uh, treasure of Sierra Madre from like 1940 something. Wow. That's where it started. It's interesting. Like from a film, I'm sure not a lot of people would know offhand. Mm. something like a line like that has just permeated the culture for decades yeah i think it's something like for people like probably more back then who are into american cinema it's kind of a thing like a kind of a standard western i see you know interesting well there you go so anyway they charge into the camp where there are a bunch of dudes sitting around drinking the boys are shooting off their guns into the air i always wonder where those bullets land when someone just (laughs) shoots in the air like does it hurt somebody when it falls down like what happens uh, and, and, and they're yelling, going crazy, but no one even cares or pays attention to them. And then Mickey says, I think we got them, guys. Then the banditos jump up and surround the monkeys, and Mickey says, I think they got us, guys. <laughs> and they don't see Davey anywhere, but one of the guys says he's going to take them to El Guapo. <laughs> Is that uh, what he said? <laughs> that's a direct quote. <laughs> uh, he pushes them into a tent. El Guapo's there, and he asks what this is all about. Mike says he's there to introduce the greatest bandit in the world and smacks Mickey in the chest and almost knocks him over. Uh, Guapo asks who this man is that calls himself the greatest bandit in the world. And Mickey goes full Mickey and is hilarious. <laughs> El Guapo introduces himself as the bandit without a heart. Mickey calls himself Eldo Lenzio, the bandit without a soul. 
Mike is El Nesmithio. No, El, El Esmitho, the El bandit Mito. without a conscience. What? I think it's El Nesmito. El Smith. <laughs> All right, well, I'll take it. I don't know. It's something like it, that. It's one of them. And uh, Peter is El Torco, the bandit without a nickname. <laughs> El Dolenzio says that they want to join forces with El Guapo, and he says they aren't worthy of shiniest boots, and Peter says they even brought their kit, and he folds out like <laughs> a shoe shining kit. And Guapo says... Uh, he will give them a series of tests, and if they pass each test, they can join the gang. But the last man that failed was found in a ditch where he was shot, knifed, poisoned, and killed. <laughs> uh, the boys try to spin their guns on their fingers, and Mike and Mickey can't do it. But Peter's really good at it, and it amazes them. And Mike says, That's very cool. I didn't know you could do that. You used to play the dummy. He's <laughs> <laughs> so slick with the gun, though. He's so good with it. For probably the most pacifist member of the monkeys, he can wield a gun like nobody's beeswax. Is this, is this the first overt mention of Peter being the dummy? Maybe. It's, it's, it's definitely the first one of season two. <laughs> well, good call there. So we go to the commercial break. K-E-L-L. And then uh, come back from commercial and Davey's tied to a tree. The other guys are with El Guapo and his men. And he and Mike are in an arm wrestling match. And Mike is winning. Then El Guapo's winning. And just as El Guapo's about to win, the board they were using on the barrel flips up and hits El Guapo in the head and knocks him out cold. Boom! <laughs> so El Guapo and El Torco are playing cards and everybody's smoking. Guapo asks for any deuces and Peter tells him to go fish. So that's that whole scene. They're just playing go fish. <laughs> the next test is El Dolenzio as he and El Guapo are tied together at the wrist and they each have a knife. And like Peter got to play go fish. <laughs> Mickey's tied to him with a knife fight. And uh, Mike says, cut the rope in a very obvious dubbed line. Yep, yep. And Mickey cuts it and Guapo and his men go flying. So the outlaws and the monkeys are at a big dinner. Guapo says the celebration is for them and offers them wine, but they decline. And Guapo says when he drinks wine, everyone drinks wine. So the boys drink up and they do a toast and they throw the wine over their shoulders. They're doing all these different toasts and Peter's toast is... To end all this drinking. Guapo thinks that's funny. And when the boys cheers against their mugs, they all shatter. Mike sends Peter out to find Davey and Guapo asks where he's going and Mike says that he needs fresh air. But Guapo points out that they're already outside. So Mike switches it and says that the wine made Peter sick and Guapo thinks that's hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> so Peter talks to the guy watching over Davey and speaks some horrible Spanish. Uh, yo, Gardero, el prisonero, usted va partio. Eventually he just says they have booze over there and the guy goes... Davey doesn't recognize Peter and gets scared, but then they have a great reunion. Davey, it's me, Peter. Peter who? <laughs> Peter Torque. Oh, Peter. Davey. Peter. Davey. Peter. And, uh, but Peter doesn't know how to undo a square knot. Back at the party, <laughs> Mickey's dancing on the table, and Mike tells him we need to find Peter. So they tell El Guapo that they need some air, and he thinks that's hilarious. <laughs> and in all honesty, this is a lot like the scene in The Three Amigos, it where El totally Guapo is. and his people are together drinking and they think everything's yep. hilarious. <laughs> Peter's still having trouble with the knot. Davy says he needs to put rope through the figure eight and makes a symbol with his hand, showing that he's not really tied up. Hilarious. <laughs> Mickey and Mike show up, and Peter doesn't even recognize them. Mick, Mickey intros himself as Mike. Mickey unties Dave with no problems, and Mike says, Vamanos, amigos, and no one knows what it means. Vamanos, amigos! Huh? What is that? What's, What's that mean? I mean, it means, come on, guys, let's go. Oh, at least it's a character. <laughs> they race to the monkey mobile, jump into it, and the guy tells him that it's 50 cents to park there. This guy's Godfrey Cambridge. <laughs> and, and so it's like the, the one black dude in Mexico <laughs> running the parking lot. And uh, the boys pay him, 
and then they, they drive over his feet on the way out, which seems mm. to be a reoccurring monkey's thing. It was the whole point of that scene was to <laughs> drive over that dude's foot. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. So back at the, the party, El Guapo realized he's been duped and send his banditos <clears throat> to ride after him. Monkeys are pushing the monkey mobile in the street, and the guy that helped them earlier offers them gas. And Dave and Angelita see each other, and they kiss, and Mike asks the dude how much gas is. How much for the gas? 20,000 centavos for the can. Okay. 50,000 centavos for the gas. Okay. And 40,000 centavos for the labor? What? What labor? All the thinking to edit up. A drunken bandito shows up on a horse and gives Mickey a note, and it's from El Guapo. And it says he wants to challenge El Dolenzio to a duel of honor in the center of town at high noon. Listen, if there's heavy traffic, can we make it 12.15? And Mike asks what he's going to do. And Mickey says, I've been challenged to a duel before. What do you think I'm going to do? And Mike says, split. And he says, you're right. And they run to the car. <laughs> but then goddamn Angelina pipes up. And she says, if they split, El Guapo is going to punch the entire town. Maybe if I don't leave, you're going to punish my entire body. <laughs> <laughs> and she begs them. So, of course, they stay because they're good guys. Mm -hmm. So you cut to Mickey. He's dressed in all white like a cowboy, and the other dudes around him also dressed as cowboys. And uh, Mickey says he welcomes this duel and knows that he's going to win, and Davey asks if it's because the symbol of good always wins. And Mickey says no, because the lead in a TV series always wins. <laughs> and they ask for his, he asks for his lucky holster, his lucky forty-five, his lucky thirty-eight, and his three lucky hole receivers. And they pile Mickey with a ton of guns and bullets, and he ends up falling over. So the, the hobe receivers, that's definitely the Bill Cosby thing, right? For sure, yes, yes. Yeah, it pops up and going down. So it's high noon. Streets are clear except for El Guapo and his men, the monkeys and Angelita. The bell tolls, and one of the rings is Davy's head hitting the bell at the top of the strongman game from the original <laughs> intro. So Mickey comes out of the saloon, and uh, the music's full western. <laughs> El Guapo says he showed up and Mickey says I showed up for the showdown <laughs> El Guapo says that he's killed many men at high noon and Mickey asks why he chooses high noon for his dates and El Guapo says that he's working on his tan huh. weird not sure you noticed but the bell only rang 11 times I don't, oh, know, if they got, I don't know if they got daylight savings or something but, uh, <laughs> interesting yeah. maybe it's the, the exchange rate in Mexico <laughs> <laughs> So Guapo says he's going to count to three and counts one, two, and then pulls out his guns and shoots at Mickey like crazy, but never hits him. Mm -hmm. And Mickey's a cool customer the whole time. <laughs> and then goes full Mickey. Yes. Which leads us to Monkey's Romp number only. What am I doing hanging around? Again. Yeah, again. So weird. I wonder and so it's like... The banditos are shooting at the boys who just kind of goad them on. And then Davey goes up to Angelita and watches Peter mess up a cannon. There's live shots from the performance from earlier, which are cool. Ooh. Mickey has uh, big Mickey hair. and It's, it's awesome. <laughs> it's more shooting. Mickey, Mike, and Davey join the banditos and get back to their side. <laughs> and they get, sent, get kicked out and go back to their side. Like they show up on the other side shooting at where they should be. Yeah. Uh, Mickey gets tangled up in a lasso and it keeps going throughout this thing. Davey has a guitar that gets shot off of him. Mike and Peter get their hats shot off, which is another clip from the intro. Uh, Guapo chases Peter like a bunny for some reason. Davey takes his gun out of his holster and his belt falls down. That's the opening shot from yeah. the new intro. Iconic. Which, as soon as you see it, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, there that is. 
Um, Peter has a bow and arrow, and El Guapo gets an arrow through his head. You know, like this classic Steve Martin arrow through the head. Mm. Davey doesn't know how to get on a horse, which is weird because he's the horse guy. Peter smashes a vase over Bandito's head. Mickey finally shoots the lasso at the end because he hates it so much. The boys tie up the entire group of Banditos, but all the Banditos still have their guns as they're getting tied up. So it's like, Uh, Banditos, come on. They must have been out of bullets, I guess. (laughs) Were they still wearing a couple dozen bullets? Yeah, probably could have threw the bullets at them. So heavy. (laughs) And that's the end of the episode. Like, there's no wrap-up or anything. (laughs) It just goes right to, uh, for Pete's sake... And now it's the yeah. first time you hear for Pete's sake over the, the outro. And that too was like, oh, here it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, there used to be a tag on the episode included on some of the um, collections on the, the DVD or whatever, where Davey's kissing Angelita again. And then he just stops for a second and punches out El Guapo. And that's the, the tag on the episode. For some reason, it's not on every version oh. of this episode that comes out. So there's a tag. It just doesn't show up everywhere. Another thing about uh, what am I doing hanging around? I wonder, do you think they had uh, the episode about going to Mexico first? Or do you think they had this song about going to Mexico first? Or do they think one of these begat the other one? Or is it just a coincidence? I, I couldn't see Mike writing a song for an episode specific like that. Mm, I don't think he wrote it. Oh, okay. Well, then. I think he sings it, but it's not a... It's not it's a, a... Nesmith original? It's a, it's a Michael Martin Murphy, Owen Castleman jam. Oh, for some reason, I always thought he wrote it. Interesting. Wow. But to, to get to your point, I don't know. I, I, that's a good question. That's a very good question. We'll have to ask him. Because, yeah, then they definitely had that, uh, when they'd shot the video, the performance of it, they got the, you know, the Tex-Mex accoutrement on the wall behind them. Mm-hmm. So, like, they might have shot the episode. Then, So, like, yeah, they, they crank out headquarters and Pisces within the same, like, spring, summer. <laughs> and kind of find spots for all the tunes. Wow. So, so yeah, Unreal. they might have shot the episode and then came up with a song to put in it. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, no, so, it was a, it's cool to hear it, cool to see them playing it, cool to see how they look while they're playing it. Cause they're like, definitely. The, 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 I guess the new school monkeys, not the yeah, old school monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> so, overall thoughts. I'm not sure why the second season feels more like the monkeys to me, but it does. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just have more of an affinity, but it also might just be because that's the, 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 the time of the monkeys. That's when their records were really great. That's when everything was going on. It's true. It's true. But getting into this was maybe, uh, maybe stoked. I was so much more excited to get into the second season. Yeah, it's true. And, uh, um, I think you kind of start seeing like, it is neat that they're on location, quote unquote, somewhere else. It's obviously the, the Mexico backlot of, Oh yeah, wherever they're shooting, but uh, but if there's some story beats, feels like they're repeating things. Feels like they're re- recycling pieces of costume, like El Guapo's uh, sheepskin vest. We saw, you know, Honey and the Bear wearing that. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna see Buddy wearing that in head, and a few times in between, it shows up. So they got this sheepskin vest around, Man. <laughs> just to throw on somebody who needs to look big and mean, I guess. <laughs> And one of the uh, gypsy guys was wearing it too, where they also had a, a like some sort of competition of of abilities with these people they were trying to blend in with, like that kind of vibe to this episode as well. Yeah, but, you know what can you do? It was a really funny episode. It obviously has uncool moments, like racially speaking, mm. but it's of its time, which isn't yeah. like a, a, a good it's excuse. Like, but it's but it's really nothing the only one. overtly offensive, like. 
like monkey chow mein type stuff. That's exactly what I have. Yeah. It's like monkey chow mein is another level of like, whoa. Mm. Um, we had, yeah, it opens the season, but it was shot in April 67. So it wasn't, it wasn't even the, the first one to be shot for uh, this exactly. season. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it keeps the vibes of the first season, but also feels like the boys are stretching out a bit more. Like that opening, knocking down the chairs and just laughing at yeah. stuff and keeping it in. Uh. Mickey's big hair. Mike has the wool hat with the buttons on it. Yeah. And Davey's think- got the bowl cut. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is one of uh, several scripts, actually. I think there's about nine episodes that were made from scripts left over from season one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was there guns? Was there ever? <laughs> You're darn right. Yeah, guns everywhere in this episode. The only person that didn't have a gun was Angelita. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Monkey's ruse. Yeah, the boys being banditos, I guess, was their mm, that, ruse. That counts for sure. Yeah. Uh, fourth wall break? I don't think so. I'm not, I didn't notice one. Mm. Uh, yeah, not, not one sticks out to me. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, none. But best musical moment, obviously, what am I doing hanging around? Because there's a... Yeah. No other choices. Pretty much. And uh, they don't go to the pad at all. In this. At all. They're, they're trapped in Mexico the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Classic monkeys moments. I say Davey taking the gun out of his holster and his belt dropping. It's kind <laughs> of like, a, like we're saying, iconic. Yeah, we're going to see a few of those in, in, these, in these first few episodes of the second season where it's like, oh, there's where that came from. Oh, there's yeah. where that came from. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because we've already seen two of them. Um, what wouldn't fly in 2021 white dudes playing Mexican dudes wouldn't go over so well. Nope. Oh, so some, some did you knows here or sorry, just one did you know here when, uh, Mike and Mickey and Davey join the banditos during the romp, Davey's holding a, a copy of Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band, like the record. And it, it was a few weeks from being released at the time of this shooting. Oh, so it's like, Davey's like flaunting his like his new copy of the new Beatles album. <laughs> <laughs> I think I believe it might be during the romp that you yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, during the romp you see it. So and uh, yeah, the they would knock headquarters out of number one after headquarters is number one for one week. Yeah. Sergeant Pepper comes out, and that's that for headquarters. <laughs> and apparently, I didn't know this. I didn't notice a difference, but uh, like a week before they shot this episode, uh, Mike Nesmith had his tonsils out and his voice is different. But mm-hmm. I, I didn't tell. I couldn't tell. I didn't notice specifically that his voice was different. But apparently, it is. Maybe when he says like, "Who is this El Diablo person?" <laughs> <laughs> Who is this El Diablo person? Maybe that was because of his tonsils coming out. Possibly. Um. Personal uh, memory, I had a black and white striped shirt similar to Davies when I was in grade <laughs> seven or eight. So that, for me, that's all it was. <laughs> he, he's, he had this on once or twice last season too, right? Seems I believe familiar. so. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Maybe just thinking of when they were like in jail and we're in the, the black and whites. <laughs> <laughs> that's possible too. And so that's uh, Monkeys in Mexico or yeah. a nice place to visit depending on what you're saying. Fair enough. So there you go. Boom. Season two hit the ground running. I think it's a good, good, good season opener. I'd say. Yeah, man, it was a good choice. And, uh, I get to promote what am I doing? Hanging around pretty hard. Yeah. And, uh, looks like, looked like they had some fun making it too. Yeah, definitely. Seemed like happy fellas. <laughs> oh, what, what is that? I hear. Uh, 
heard of wool hats, haven't you? It's my tap. It's knitted. Could it be? Is it time? Is it time? How long has it been? It has been months, for real months, since we have heard that tune, and since we have had an opportunity to reach into the wool hat of mystery. Oh, uh, finally. Yeah, this is going to be great. All right, so I'll go first. I'll kick off season two here. All right. Let oh her goodness. go. Give her, Paco. Get those phalanges in there. All right, here we go. We've got... Ooh, I won't be the same without her. Oh my god, that is an amazing thing. And I won't be the same without her. No, I won't be the same without her by my side. That's a great one right there. I won't be the same without her. Written by Jerry Goffin and Carol King. Sung by our man, Michael Nesmith. Our good buddy. And like it shows up on uh, Instant Replay. Apparently... They recorded it during Mike's first sessions back in 66. Didn't make it onto the album. But it made it onto this track three of Instant Replay, which intentionally or not comes off as a concept album about loss and disillusionment and being bummed out in general. There's no happy ending to this song. It's just, it just makes a statement in the title. It is what it is. Yeah, it's so good. Like the uh, the melody of it's good. Like... They've got the the banjo, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Is it a banjo? Hold on. I believe there's a, a layer of banjo in there, yeah. This has got that late monkeys phenomenon where it's got incredible background vocals, but if you listen, you could tell it's, it appears to be sung by Mike, and you mm-hmm. wish it was sung by Mickey. Yeah, because uh, Mickey's not on the recording at all, but Peter plays bass and electric guitar. Oh, cool. And Mike does the backing vo- vocals, and he's also the arranger, Mike so, as yeah. well. So those tracks might be from those sessions back in 66 because Peter's still around and he is not around for this record. Yeah, because there is a, a remastered version on the Monkees' debut album. Oh, yeah? From the original recordings. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's interesting. For real. I wonder if that's going to be on that new double record, that new Monkees' debut double album coming out in March. It's possible. I hope so. That'd Don't be radical. Know, so, anywho, allow us to dust off the randomatic countdown. Yeah, and where where do you think this is gonna go? It's gonna be up there. I think it is, man. Like, I'm looking at the list. Number twenty is Papa Jean's Blues. Yeah, and then does Randy Scouse get for Pete's sake Stepping Stone? That's that's the twenties to seventeen. Mm-hmm. I really like this too. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I'm looking. I might even say. Going in at number 15 between Lookout Here Comes Tomorrow and Sometime in the Morning. Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm with you there, Paco. It's a good one. We dig it. Possibly more than most, but that's what happens here on Podcast Valley Sunday. We're used to that. (laughs) Boom, number 15. We've already got a new jam. All right. (laughs) So, Jeff, your turn. Here we go. Okay. Oh, Oh, it's perfect because it's what am I doing hanging around. (laughs) <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> we've just done a lot of talking about it so let's <laughs> talk a little more about it wowee what are the odds of that what am I doing hanging around I should be on that train and gone I should be riding on that train to San Antonio 
What am I doing hanging around? Off of Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones. Yeah. Great song. We've, we've already talked about how it's a great song. And it, it, I, so now that we can actually really talk about it, I love <laughs> Mike's vocals on this. It, he's got a couple moments where it's like, you can hear the longing in him. You know what I yeah, mean? He's got yeah. that voice. And he hits it a couple times on this. And it's it's just great. The That crazy plucking guitar Mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing so great um yeah it, and it comes at a great time in the monkey's history and everything and it's yeah i i love this song too what am yeah. i doing hanging around it's very cool you know mike doesn't write it it kind of fits in with his vision of sort of the country rock of the band exactly i think that's why i thought he wrote it because yeah. it sounds like it's a mike nesmith tune definite mike vibes yeah and and the background vocals are great Everything's great. And mm-hmm. and now when I'm thinking of it now, I'm seeing that performance of them doing it. And it's like Mickey the puffy hair, Mike with the big sideburns, Peter looking awesome, David the bull guy. And David's <laughs> like playing bass. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. I'm another another song I'm a, a big fan of. It's them playing on it. We've got Fast Eddie Ho on the drums. Fast Eddie Ho. I've wanted to ask Mike if he could tell us anything about Fast Eddie Ho. And maybe yeah. if we get to talk to him again. I want it because He's a really mysterious character in the history of rock and roll, it seems. Mm-hmm. Plays on a lot of Monkees records, but we never um, never hear from him. Yeah, Otherwise, no. we don't know much about him. All right, so what am I doing hanging around? It's it popped up twice today. That's so crazy. That is the, the craziness of the Randomatic Countdown, <laughs> where you can get these tie-ins to the songs, <laughs> to, the, the, to the show. It's, it's the crazy, show. crazy. Season like, two, already crazy. My favorite rando thing, one of my other favorite rando things in the countdown was after we talked about uh, I'm a Believer, where we went back to the hat and like, oh, it's going to be something less well-known than I'm a Believer, and we pulled out the theme from the monkeys. <laughs> where shall we pop this bad boy in our countdown? I'll say you can take the lead on this. You pulled it out, so we'll... Uh, hey, all right. You can look. So P.O. Box is still like the the line. I, would even... I think we're, we're up more. We're up way more. Oh, oh more. yeah, yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah, saying. I feel um, like now there's three parts of this of this uh, <laughs> countdown. There's the, like, the creamy middle is like uh, is widening. The marden, yeah, the marmalades <laughs> are getting bigger. Okay, but this is gonna be more in the top forty, I think. I'd almost put it somewhere around salesman because it's got that that kind of vibe. Yeah, Salesman's at number 30. You got uh, Before Salesman is You Didn't Feel That Way Last Night. Don't you and, remember? And After It is Zoran Zam. <laughs> hmm. So yeah, I think we're right in here. Let's put it just above our little pocket of Dolan's Jones, Boyce and Hart. Right below Right and Wrongs, we'll okay. put, uh, we'll put uh, What Am I Doing Hanging Around? At number 27? Yes, sir. Excellent. So at number 27, we have What Am I Doing? Hanging Round. One more song to draw from the hat today. Here we Whenever go. you're ready, Paco. All right. You can hear it. All right. We've been on a good streak. Let's see if For I can real, it. For real, it's been a good day. All right. Here we go. Oh, we have Our Own World. We're in our own world. Good one. I like this tune from the Good Times album. Always 20, good times. 
2015-ish, I think. Yeah, written by the late great Adam Schlesinger. And it's mm-hmm. really, he plays uh, guitar and bass and keyboards on it as well. And just kind of, it's very much a monkey-shaped song. Uh, Mickey sings lead. Peter and Michael are on the background vocals. And Peter also plays keyboards. And someone named Brian Young plays the drums. And that's the extent of the people on this sh- on this uh, tune. Perfect. Nice, tight little group. <laughs> oh, 2016, excuse me, I believe was when... Uh, yeah, 2016. Good, good Times came out, which is already almost five years ago. God damn. Yeah, it's crazy. Got to get a new record soon. Yeah, we need uh, Monkey's, the Monkey's record for the, the 20s. Yeah. There's <laughs> been almost one every decade. It's true. Not many bands do, like the Stones maybe, but uh, you don't see that often. No, no. Aerosmith perhaps. Mm. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all right. So where do you feel this song should go in our uh, countdown here? It's, it, it's a good tune, but how good is it when it's, you stack it up with some of this yeah. stuff? It's a good tune. It just shows the depth of the Good Times album because... I do dig the song. It's not the best song on the record because there's a lot of good tunes. So um, we'll probably tuck it down around, uh, I don't know, mid thir- Like, see? Ooh. Once again, we got me and Magdalena at 41, and that feels low still. And I'd listen to this. Bef- I'd listen to me and Mags before I'd listen to this. Yeah, I was actually even going to put it between as we go along and tomorrow's going to be another day at number 43. Oh, well, that's where I got Cripple Creek, which was our honorary slip-in from episode 32. Oh, shoot, I didn't add that in. So then I would probably slip it into the same spot just above before Cripple Creek. Yep, sounds good. 43. Yeah, just above tomorrow's going to be another day. We got our own little world. Wow, that's a fun trip into the old wool hat of mystery, wouldn't you say, Paco? it was nice to come back to some good tunes rather than like three duds right up the, the stop. It'd be like, oh man, come on, wool hat. Well, no, that's very cool. And uh, every time we pull a, a tune from Instant Replay, I'm just reminded of how secretly strong that record is. It is. It is the uh, the hidden gem, I think, of the Monkey 60s records. I don't think people give it the credit because it's the three of them's near the end. But when you break it down, mm. a good really tunes, good album. Man. Good tunes. Super good. It's been a while, but I hope you had a good time. Hope everybody listening enjoyed it. Leave comments. Let us know what you think. Would you put these songs higher or lower? You know, I don't know until you tell us. <laughs> we wouldn't do anything about it if you told us. No, you but, have you have your own huge monkeys monster list of songs. Yeah, get your own random edit countdown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you buy your own wool hat. <laughs> Actually, this hat awesome. was made. This wasn't a. This wasn't a, a purchase. It was a specifically made wool hat. But anyways, kids, it's about that time. We're gonna wrap up Podcast Valley Sunday for this week. Thank you for checking us out. Yeah, it's great so, to be back. Yes, it really is. So thank you, everyone, and uh, from me, Paco, and me, Jeff. Have yourselves a monkey's little evening. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs>